You're listening to episode 32 of the smartsocial.com podcast. My name is Josh Oaks. I'm your host. Today, we're talking about reducing screen time distractions during homework. I caught up with Zoe Hoffman in Boise, Idaho. She is a tutor. Uh, She helps people online and offline all over the country, and she helps them from ages kindergarten to sixth grade to be able to focus and do their homework. And I caught up with her and she has three tips. You're gonna learn about how to limit distractions. You're gonna learn about how to allow appropriate breaks. And you're gonna learn about discussing the purpose of homework with kids. I think you're gonna love this episode. Thanks for listening, enjoy the show. The question is, how do you keep your kids safe and smart online while helping them have fun and someday build a positive online identity that can help them in the future? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. We interview experts each week that help you be the best parent and or educator you can become to protect your kids and students online. My name is Josh Oaks, and I travel the country each year teaching students and professionals how to shine online. You can learn more at smartsocial.com. Enjoy the show. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to talk to you about something really quickly in Parent University. We just launched a new tool. It's a free add-on to Parent University, and it's called Footprint Friday. Now, before we dive into that, in Parent University, you get videos that parents can watch to bring themselves rapidly up to speed in a fun way on exactly how Snapchat works, Instagram Uh, and then how all the hidden stuff works on there so that you don't have to ask your kids. Next, you get videos you watch with your kids in Parent University so that we can, heaven forbid, avoid anything bad from happening. And then next, we just launched Footprint Friday, which is a free tool that I built around my campaign for city council. Many years ago when I ran for city council, I was the most positive person on the ballot. I was also the youngest person on the ballot, and not to mention, I was the poorest person on the ballot. But I ended up losing to the incumbent mayor by only a few hundred votes. He's a good friend of mine now, and he wrote the foreword to my first book. But when I was running against him, I knew that my Google results were important. And so I set out to search for myself each week to see, because there's a couple crazy people out there, two to be exact, out of the 3,015 doors I knocked on, there were two that just hated me. And I don't, I didn't know why. I went, hey, let's hang out. You don't know me. You've never met me. And they didn't want to meet me. They wanted to write negatively. And I knew that my Google results were my new brochure. So I set out to make sure these people weren't ruining my results. Now, in all honesty, my friend said, hey, two people hate you. That is nothing compared to all the other candidates. You know, they all basically have dozens and dozens. You're you're better off than the rest. But I was still afraid. So I made Footprint Friday to remind me each week. It emails me and says, hey, Josh, you're busy. But here's a series of buttons that you can use to click to uh, and we will once you click each individual button, we will auto populate the Google results under those two key phrases and we it will save you tons of time so in your off time five minutes every friday or you can set it to once a month you can click these buttons now we made it for parents so that let's say you had a son named josh oaks my name it'll send you some buttons that says okay here's your son's first name and click this button and it auto populates google for you you use google to see what's out there it keeps your kids safe and smart uh you can, um, I want you to consider signing up for that. Try it out. It's $10. It's absolutely amazing. I'm going to make a code right now live while we're here. If you use code podcast listener, that's podcast listener. And if you use that all lowercase or all uppercase, it doesn't matter. No space in the middle. I'm going to give you the first month 
of Parent University, which includes Footprint Friday, for $1. Instead of $10, try it out for $1. Put your, you just do podcast listener, write that down somewhere. You're going to go to smartsocial.com and try it out for a month. Let me know what you think. There's a very detailed instruction video on exactly how to use Footprint Friday, how it can protect your kids. It's really a dialogue starter. So now that we've talked about that, we're going to dive into the show, but I do hope you'll consider Footprint Friday. Just try it for a month. Podcast listener, all lowercase. I think you'll enjoy it. Now enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. I'm Josh Oaks with SmartSocial.com. Today, we have a really interesting topic that I think is at the heart of your kids being effective, both online and especially offline. Today, we're going to talk about how to get your kids to focus during homework and a few other activities. I have Zoe Hoffman here, who's an online tutor in Boise, Idaho. She teaches kids from kindergarten to sixth grade really how to get down and focus on that homework. I'm honored to have her with us here today. Zoe, welcome to the video. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So we've got people listening live in the car. We've got people listening on our podcast, watching us on video. But Zoe, I'm excited to ask you tip number one. How do we limit distractions for students? So the biggest thing that you can do is have them turn those devices off um, or put them on do not disturb mode if they're needing to use it to, to search or um, access homework from school. <clears throat> Limiting those distractions of those just little tiny microseconds where you look at your phone and then you have to get back on task with the homework can make homework time go so much longer. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. You also have another technique, so, so limiting those distractions, but also talk to us about the next thing, the thing where so that kids have everything they need in front of them. So I always suggest that parents put together a homework basket. Um, and that's going to hold everything that your child could ever need for their homework. Construction paper, rulers, pencils, pens, erasers, glue. Um, that way they're not having to get up and ask you where things are. So it's, it's doubly good because you're not getting distracted from what you're trying to do during that time. Um, and then they're not getting distracted by having to get up and search for supplies and then have to get back on task and remember what they were doing. Uh, so, and it takes, you know, I've put one together, it takes about 30 minutes. Uh, it might take about 15 minutes in the store to, to buy some new things to put in there. Uh, and it usually like a shower caddy or just one of those cheap baskets from Walmart does great. That's awesome. It's a great idea. So a homework basket, a homework kit. I love that. So we've talked about limited distractions, gather those supplies. What's your tip number two uh, about breaks? So when kids are doing homework, I always encourage parents to allow them to have breaks. Um, sometimes we can impose um, the expectation of an adult um, like focus on children um, when actually their attention span is much shorter. So um, research has shown that kids can really only focus uh, their age plus or minus one minute. So for example, a seven-year-old can focus from like six to eight minutes, depending on the task and the student. Uh, so allowing your child to take a break and refocus and reset their brain is actually going to make them more effective and going to help them learn more from their homework. That's a great tip. And, and that's fascinating. So everybody that's listening to this is thinking, I have a 10-year-old, I have a 13-year-old. So micro bursts of 13 minutes or so, and then a, a good break. Now there's, there's good breaks and there's bad breaks. Let's talk about those. 
Right. So a good break would be probably like two to five minutes of um, activity. So they're getting up and stretching, they're running around the house, they're shooting a couple baskets, um, even coloring or something to just kind of blank slate clear the mind. Um, some more inappropriate breaks would be checking the phone, playing a game on the phone, um, things that could get kind of distracting or really doesn't rest the mind. Um, or like even, you know, conversations about things that you guys need to get done. Like those are better held for at the end after homework. That's a great tip. Okay. So those are good breaks, bad breaks. Next, let's talk about your third tip. We're moving along quickly. Talk to us about how to get kids to understand the purpose of that homework. What do you tell people? So this is one of the biggest things that I do with my students and their parents uh, that come to me for tutoring is sometimes we have to have a mindset shift about what homework and schoolwork is all about. Um, some kiddos think that homework and schoolwork is just something they have to get through uh, because their parents say so, because their teachers say so, and we really want to place the responsibility for getting those things done um, with our kids and help them actually know why they're needing to do it. So having discussions with your child about what homework, why homework is assigned, and um, if it's appropriately assigned, it's to help your child practice those skills that they learned in class so that they can move towards mastery. Um, and so you can talk to your child about the more they do their homework and the more effort they put in, they're going to see results in what they can do academically. Um, and so that can kind of place some of the responsibility back with them. Um, and then you can also set appropriate goals with your child if that's something that they want to use to help like increase their grades. Um, homework is the first place that you usually start. That's a great tip. Another thing that we're working on too is getting parents, don't forget, go tour a college campus early on. Kids are like, wow, this is cool, mom, dad, I want to do this. Great. The more homework you do, the more right. of a chance you get to choose which campus you're on, right? And I love where you're going with that, getting kids to understand the purpose of homework and why it's so important. So talk to us about some of the biggest frustrations maybe that parents have with students, or maybe some of the biggest frequently asked questions. What are some frequently asked questions that parents have before you work with a student or while you're working with a student that might be misguided and perhaps you have some insight? Do you get any of those? Um, so one of the biggest things that um, hinders kids and parents with homework is not knowing how to do the homework. Um, kiddos aren't knowing how to do the homework, and a lot of times with the new math that we're using, uh, parents don't know how to do the homework. And so pinpointing a few really great resources um, that you can go back to again and again when homework gets tricky um, can be really helpful. Like Khan Academy, mm -hmm. awesome for almost all subjects. And you can kind of just pop in the search bar right there and search whatever you guys are doing and there's usually a video that'll pop up to show you how to do it in a few different ways. Um, and then also, you know, the parent isn't always responsible for teaching their child how to do the homework. So teaching your child how to ask their teacher questions about the homework is really important. Um, and it's something that I work with my students on a lot because that's a, that's a struggling point for sure uh, with most kiddos, especially when they get into middle school. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the biggest, you know, problems and questions that I get about homework um, along with just how do I get my kid to do homework? Yeah, that's a really good tip. I like also, A, you're teaching students the purpose of the homework, and B, how to ask questions when it's appropriate so they don't get quiet and fall behind, because that's a really big deal. We mm -hmm. want them to voice their opinion 
well, not their opinion, but when they need help so that they can right. pick up the pace and help them out. That's really great. Hey, Zoe, I'm going to leave you with final thoughts. What would you tell parents that are trying to get their kids to focus less on these devices that we all have and more on what we all know to be true? We've got to study and do some of the old school hard work before we uh, see some of the instant gratification over there. What's one tip you want to leave with parents? Uh, basically, guide your child through how to leave the device when they're doing homework. And you may need to also um, show them in some way that you do the same thing. So some other tasks that you know you have to focus on, like paying the bills or something like that, them seeing you not have your phone during that time yeah. will speak much more loudly than you telling them. Um, and so that's really what I would say is just model what you're wanting your child to do and they'll be much more likely to do it. Boy, that, those are great tips. So let's review what you talked about. You said limit the distractions. That's awesome. Silent mode, gather, build a, a, a kit so that kids can have a basket. That's a $2 basket at Walmart. Love it. Allow appropriate breaks. There's good breaks. There's bad breaks. Uh, the good breaks being get outside or do something different. And then also discuss the purpose of homework. I love that so that kids know why they're doing what they're doing rather than just doing it. Zoe, you're awesome. Thanks for joining us here today. Everybody else that's joining us now, you can learn more at smartsocial.com where we have a link to Zoe's website to learn more about what she does and also to learn more about Parent University where we talk to you about how to be the very best parent you can be. We give you videos that you watch with your kids to make sure they understand why they need to be smart and safe online and why they, their social media footprint can change their future so that we're not just telling them what to do, but giving them a story we turn ourselves into the bad parent so that you can sit next to them, watch these videos and go, oh, wow, that's great. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd do that. Josh, Josh said not to do that because remember, somebody got kicked out of Harvard. We want you to talk with your kids about their future so that they understand a plan so they can see clearly not have as much anxiety, a little bit less stress. And they can get the right things done on time. I'm Josh with Smart Social. Thanks everybody that's listening. And thanks again, Zoe, to you for making the time today. Thank you. See you guys all soon on the next episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our Smart Social Podcast. Are you kind of frustrated with always being the bad parent? Maybe the parent that tells your kids what not to do? Well, we designed something called Parent University that has family videos. That's videos that you watch with your kids to teach them how to be positive on the internet, to show them how to get kicked out of Harvard, perhaps to show them why they shouldn't share their password with their best friend. And parents use us as that example that they can then turn to. Well, maybe you shouldn't do that because Josh said it's a bad idea. In our Parent University program, not only do we have those family videos, we also have videos that bring you up to speed as a parent on exactly how to use Snapchat, exactly how to use Instagram, what the bad apps are. We go behind the scenes and teach you everything you need to know to be an expert. We do it in short videos. We show you everything you need. We also give you access to all of my Parent Night content that I travel the country sharing with parents to bring them up to speed on how to be safe and smart on the internet. I hope you join me. You can learn more at smartsocial.com and sign up for Parent University. Also, you might even be able to get a free copy of my book. Just pay shipping and handling. Light, bright, and polite for parents. I hope you'll take us up on that offer. I'll see you soon at smartsocial.com. I'm Josh Oaks. Thanks so much for listening. As always, keep it light, bright, and polite. Have a great day.